Want to hear 25 remote work experts share their amazing strategies and processes for building successful remote work companies and remote team? We've got speakers from leading companies like Thinkific, Evergreen Profits, Dynamite Circle, and Tribe Theory, and more. Register for your free ticket now at www.remotebusinesssummit.com. That's right, www.remotebusinesssummit.com. We'll see you there, November 18 to 22. Woohoo! Welcome to Founders Connect Podcast. We help lifestyle entrepreneurs to grow their business online and create a happier marriage. Did you know that approximately 45% of marriages end up in divorce and 65% of all startups fail due to founder conflicts? Well, we're here to change that. Each week, we bring you an inspiring guest and practical tips to help you with business, relationships, and sustainable living. Now, let Let the the fun begin. begin! Hi, I'm Cindy Pham. And I'm Anthony Chansomuth. And we're from Founders Connect. I'm here to welcome one of our summit speakers on the Remote Business Summit. Uh, we've got Joe Fear from evergreenprofits.com. Hey, Joe, welcome to the show. How you doing? Thanks for having me. It's great. I'm doing well. So let me just give a bit of background to some of the people who probably don't know who you are, which I think is quite rare. But Joe co-founded Evergreen Profits with Matt Wolf. This guy's a seasoned marketer. He applies most of his experience helping podcasters get more money and get more listeners, which is uh, wicked, uh, through his podcast, Hustle and Flowchart, which is actually how I found you guys. DIY training programs, coaching and events. Joe and his team delivers extremely actionable strategies for growing your business and improving your life with tons of laughter throughout. So I'm really looking forward to this because, yeah, I've just been gorging on your podcast for a while now. <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah, and, and as a fellow marketer, I'm just in awe of the process and, and, and what you guys have done to, to create that, that illusion of or the reality of you know, being everywhere and anywhere. So let's talk through just your journey. How did you guys, well, how did you get started in this industry and what were you doing before you were Mr. Evergreen Profits? <laughs> Mr. Yeah, no, good question. And um, yeah, Matt and I partner, Matt Wolf, we actually started at the same time in business. We, we definitely were toying around with the online stuff, but we've always been uh, content focused. So this was back in like 2008 or 2009. It's kind of like the transition we made full time into online stuff. So it's been a little while now. And we started podcasting back in 2010, which... I wish I can go back in time and stick with it back then. Uh, we did it for like a year here and there, and then another one a year here and there. And then we just kind of tailed off. So that's, we'll probably get into that later on, but we weren't consistent back then. But we've done so many types of online ventures and offers and created some really cool relationships throughout all the years building up to where we're at now. And long story short, it's essentially kind of full circle now back to podcasting as like our main content play. But then we do some interesting stuff on the back end because of all the things we've kind of gathered over the years. We do a lot of affiliate marketing. So Mm. that's a big chunk of our income on the back end of our content efforts. A bunch of email marketing, of course, traffic, paid ads, organic stuff, and uh, everything in between. We do a lot of partnerships now with some of these big influencers that we connected with years ago. But 
now a lot of them and other clients are saying, hey, this podcast thing's kind of cool, hot right now. We need help. We don't know anything about it. So that's kind of, we've more or less like fallen into that now and we love it because it's, everybody's interested and no one really knows exactly what to do with it yet. It's still kind of fresh, you know? Yeah, so that, that's really cool. Love about yeah. And now you guys, I remember hearing you guys started off in window screens or something like this. Um, it was uh, shutters. Yeah. Shutters. Window shutters. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. That was Matt Wolf's uh, family's business. That's where him and I got the bug for blogging and, you know, we read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So that was, that kind of got us out of the whole dollar per hour thinking. And we're like, all right, we got to scale with our time better. And that's where blogging, we started making money with uh, like little Google ads, text link ads. And we thought making 10 bucks here and there was like, oh my God, we made it. <laughs> but it was enough to like spark our, our uh, fascination and, you know, and then we just kept building from there. Yeah. And uh, what I admire particularly about you, cause I've been following your Facebook feed as well is, I mean, you're a family guy, like you're, yeah. you're also, you know, dad and tell me about that journey because obviously we've, we've found us connect. We try and help our listeners and, and our audience really understand the importance of developing strong personal relationships as well as business relationships. Right. And, and what you do in business also, there's an impact both ways, right? You can't, as much as we're trying to keep it professional and you show up at work and you just, you know, you got a professional hat on, um, in yeah. many occasions, what goes on at home is going to affect what happens at work and vice versa. So I'm curious about just your journey and, and how do you navigate that? Like, how do you navigate, you know, when the business isn't doing well and you're scraped and trying to get some money and mm. then but you've got, you know, obviously your partner and maybe some kids sit to support. How do you deal like with those stresses? Yeah. And that's a great question. And that's something we chat about a lot on the podcast. And, uh, it's cool that it's coming out. Like it looks like, um, it's resonating because we try to just blend everything together. So, you know, like my wife is an entrepreneur, luckily, like, so she kind of knows my crazy brain and, uh, we actually have a baby on the way. So in about a month, she should be here, but we've fostered a bunch of kids, uh, six kids. And one was a baby to like 15 months. So we definitely, uh, have been through it where there's a baby in the house, there's screaming, there's, you know, cause we work out of our houses, Matt and myself. But it, we love it because I feel like wrapping all that stuff prioritizes things for us. You know, being entrepreneurs and founders, I feel like we just have a million things we could be doing. We're always trying to learn something new. And there becomes a point where there's like, okay, enough is enough and really prioritize your energy. I think that was the big key is I was just burning it out. You know, like right when I first had uh, the first foster baby around with us, and I know Matt was like this as well. Is like late nights, early mornings, and then it's just like that's not sustainable. So anything we can do to, you know, involve our families and feel like everything is kind of symbiotic. That's really what we're trying to do. We don't feel like it's like a separate like church and state kind of thing. It's not like a separation of business and personal life. We just mash it all. So that's what you see on like my Facebook and our podcast, we'll talk about it. And I feel like it just makes it easier, it makes more fun. You know, so we're not so like rigid, but we definitely have time to, you know, focus and time to be uh, fun as well. So it's, uh, it's kind of an evolution thing. We're always learning. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, I guess that's why you guys are a massive fan of like batching. So you always batch your content creation or you schedule time. Tell me a bit about your calendar. What does that look like? Do you actually have, you know, family time here and like, how do you do that? It's not like we don't really like time block. I mean, I definitely have the important stuff uh, so that I have a family calendar and whatnot. So I I know what we're doing there. 
But uh, yeah, batching, let me focus on that first. So the only reason why like our podcast is sustained over, it's about three years old now, the Hustle and Flowchart show, is um, it's total batching recording. So we'll record three or four episodes in one day. These are like an hour a pop. So that's it's draining, but they're like the most fun days because just chatting with people like yourself about cool stories. And you know, before that, we were just willy-nilly kind of scheduling all over the place. And it was hard to stay consistent and be motivated, you know, and because you have to like start, stop, start, stop. And it's like, can't do that. So my calendar is like that maybe every other week because it's two time a week show. So, you know, it's about eight episodes there. We're trying to knock out in two or three days. And um, from there, I hop on a lot of interviews now, uh, guest podcasting and summits are very good for marketing. We can get into that too. We actually track this stuff and it's pretty wild. Like that alone could be enough marketing for us and probably most people is just guest appearing and giving value. So on my calendar, there's probably like two or three of those per week. They're not really batched, but they're okay because they're about an hour long and they're fun. (laughs) You know, it's like what I love to do. Matt doesn't too. Doesn't do as many. And then from there, I'm just, uh, you know, we have our team meetings. There's only once per week, but it's not, I try to keep the calendar thin as possible yeah. for flexibility's sake, but it's mm. kind of tough when a lot of people outreaching and stuff like that. So it's a balance, which is cool. You know, yeah. we, we love it. Well, that sounds like you know, every day is different. Like you're never going to have a, a boring day. Yeah. That's cool. You are listening to the Founders Connect podcast, helping lifestyle entrepreneurs to grow their business online and create a happier marriage. Now back to the show. All right, so I'd love to hear, Joe, what's, your, what's been one courageous decision you've made in your career or in your life that's gotten you to where you are today? Courageous decision, yeah. I mean, definitely starting from the very beginning and just, yeah, actually jumping full-fledged in, like right in the very beginning. I kind of did it without knowing the full picture. I, it was, I think I was probably overly confident, and that's just kind of something I do. I know my wife shares the same thing, so... It's like, I have an idea and then it's good enough to go. And that's, it could be a blessing and a curse. Like I did that in the very beginning, didn't have a lot of savings. I actually jumped in entrepreneurship right after I graduated college and then quit a really comfy, like corporate job in downtown San Diego. And I got married actually at the same time. So it was like three things at once. Wow. They thought it was crazy. (laughs) And luckily my wife supported me. Uh, My mom supported me as well, even though she thought I was nuts. Because I didn't come from an entrepreneur background at all. Like my family barely even understood what I did just until like maybe a month ago. So, <laughs> and I don't think they ever will really. But I would say the courageous thing is that was my biggest one is just leaping and then trusting that the people I networked with, because I did a lot of networking, I definitely lean on people around me for support. People like Matt, my partner for more of the tech and the really like nuanced strategies and things like that. That's never been my skill set, but I'm great at the connection, at making ideas happen, deals happen, and creative partnerships, things like that. And I think that's what that combo has really allowed us to do some great things. And just trusting that something good will come from leaping. Yeah, that that's amazing. A couple of things that I'm sort of zoning into to what you're saying there. Like one is the trust. There's a leap of faith, obviously, in you know doing anything courageous, and and that's that's kind of part and parcel with the definition of courage, right? Just feeling the fear and doing it anyway. And then the other side of that is just the amount of support 
that you've been able to to gather around yourself, you know, whether it's your wife or your family and friends or other entrepreneurs and whatnot. And that's something that because we're talking, you know, we're, we're jumping into the remote business summit soon. And that's something that's coming up in my discussions with people. It's kind of like, yeah, remote work is great, but it's also very isolating. And it can be like if you don't really have that support network. So in uh, entrepreneurship, I mean, whether you're working remotely or not, entrepreneurship is also like you say, if your family don't get what you're doing, that's kind of hard. Like I've experienced that myself. So I'm glad that you've touched on that. So let's jump into the, uh, the remote work revolution, you know, and so what does that actually mean to you and uh, why are you excited about it? I would say I love it that just me personally, I love the freedom that comes from just all that, the remote working in general. I've always done it. Uh, or at least since I've been online, I never have needed to go to any one location unless I really wanted to. And I feel like it just allows me to be me. But like you said, there is like a balance, like there could be an isolation factor to being remote as well. So I think you have to definitely learn to balance. But I think with that flexibility, we can think clear, we can do more of like what's true to us, like our true qualities in life, the what's that like, studying ourselves has been a big thing. So I know where like my lanes of focus should be instead of trying to do everything. I feel like if you can study yourself and not feel like you need to be pigeonholed into like a cubicle or some kind of lane, working remote can, it kind of forces you to learn about yourself and get creative and make stuff happen, (laughs) you know? And I don't think there's any better way to live and work, to be very honest, especially going back to the family and work-life balance kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it allows you to mesh everything together and experience some really cool stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, would you say you are naturally a creative guy or is that a learned skill? It's definitely, uh, it's me. I think that is something I've done. I definitely believe people can learn it though. I think most of us can learn most things at least enough to get by. But yeah, now I've always been one that I would say more persuasive. I've always tried to like talk myself into things, even all the way back to like when I was a kid, I would wake up like wanting to go to like Chuck E. Cheese as a kid. I don't know if you know that one, but <laughs> like, yeah, it's like a kid, yeah, you know, just a playground kind of thing. And yeah, you know, even though my mom wanted to be into it, I'd figure out ways to entice her and to be like, all right, fine, we can just go for it. But I feel like I carry that everywhere, but it's not a forceful thing. But throughout that, there is creativity. Like I'm always thinking of like different angles and lateral ways to get to a solution. And I'm sure with uh, six foster kids and then a baby on the way, you're seeing the other side of how powerful and how persuasive kids can be. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> and it's cool because you can learn so much. <laughs> awesome. All right. So what are you going to be teaching our audience on the uh, Remote Business Summit, Joe? I would love to chat about the power of podcasting and how, you know, if you don't have a podcast, you can either start one or you can even guest for podcasting. There's kind of two sides. I would like to show how to harness the power of podcasting right now, especially because it's really hot, ton of opportunities out there. Yeah. Tell me a bit more about that. Why is podcasting an important topic for businesses right now? Now, it's a good question. And uh, I feel like it's like right now, it's pretty obvious. It's hot. There's a lot of investment money getting piped into podcasting like Spotify spent, or at least they're about to complete their spending about 500 million this year alone on acquiring different companies in the podcasting space. They're competing head to head with uh, iTunes. There's a lot of attention. I, you see it in the news all the time in big media, like, uh, or even entertainment, like uh, Saturday Night Live. There's a lot of references to podcasting and all the generations of people are kind of starting to migrate that way. And 
it's very interesting. Like my mom, she's like 65 and she's starting to listen to them now. Wow. Like, a year ago, she had no clue what a heck of a podcast was, except for mine, you know, <laughs> but she still didn't understand <laughs> it. So it's definitely like a tides are shifting um, engagement rates. So if we talk about that, our show, they average about an hour long and we have an average of 80% engagement all the way you know, throughout that episode. We've seen as high as 95 on some of our longest episodes even. And if you compare that to like Facebook videos, for instance, seven or 8%, they say is like a really good engagement rate. So it's like, huh, all right. Well, it's a lot easier to make audio a podcast. It's essentially this right now what we're doing. And like this could be repurposed into a podcast very easily. And that's the power of it. You're just speaking. You just, you know, you can either talk with someone or have some topics in front of you you know, if you're smooth enough or confident enough or whatever it is to just talk it out, you can create some amazing content, you know, that can be repurposed all over the place. We're big fans of that. Another thing for businesses is it can completely be your content creation source. Mm -hmm. And then it's great for, like I said, retention, branding, uh, engagement, and actually just growing trust with your audience before maybe selling them something or just retaining them as a subscriber. So it's an amazing asset that everyone can do in some way. And we can dive further on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be getting into that on the summit. I just love, in terms of what it reminded me of, and I, you're just a great teacher. I just like picking this up because of the way you, you, you talk. And it just Thank reminds you. me of like being back in grade school and like listening to a teacher talk. And, and you're like, you know, we're just naturally, we're storytellers and we've been telling stories for centuries, right? And that's how we, we learn. And you know, and if we take away the visual, like when you were a baby and your grandmother was telling you a story and you were, or your mom was telling you a story and you went to sleep. And so this was always ingrained as a part of humanity. And I think that's the power that we're kind of tapping into with podcasting. And I just love that you sort of share some of the trends that are happening. So that's awesome. Now, let me um, ask you how to just finish this sentence, Joe. It's not about podcasting. What is it really about? It's about connection. I would say podcasting is completely about connection and there's no better way to connect with a mass of people all at one time other than podcasting in our eyes. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. And you're going to be sharing some goodies. You're going to give us some, some goodies when, for people who listen to the uh, summit and um, we're going to sort of wrap it up here. Any last words for our listeners here on the podcast, Joe? I would say just have figure out some way to get it into podcasting as a way for content creation or guesting on other people's shows to get your brand out there. Because you can leverage a lot of other platforms out there without having to do all the editing work and setup and all that stuff. One of those two things, just take some action and ride this wave as best you can for your business. Absolutely. 100%. And uh, yeah, you want to get into the process and into the weeds with us, uh, jump on the Remote Business Summit at uh, www.remotebusinesssummit.com. Grab your free ticket. And of course, if you want to check out Joe and Matt, the Hustle and Flow chart. How did you guys come up with that name? Um, <laughs> us it's it's like it's just the combo i'm more the hustle he's more the flow chart you know and it's a play <laughs> off the movie it's just fun <laughs> love it love it yeah check them out on itunes teacher and all their good uh, podcasting stations and also evergreenprofits.com they've got some amazing resources on that website so definitely go check that out thanks for joining us today joe and we will see you on the summit thank you thanks for tuning in and remember to live passionately purposefully and confidently Till next time.